Good evening, I'm Rafferty Cleary. Expect cloudy skies tonight, a low near 35 degrees. Your forecast coming up in minutes. A Cookville man suffered injuries during a Friday morning crash in Overton County. The single vehicle accident happened on Highway 293. The Tennessee Highway Patrol said 47-year-old Jeffrey D. Alberson was driving east and lost control of his Chevrolet Impala. A crash report said the vehicle dropped off the right shoulder before Alberson overcorrected, causing the vehicle to cross the center line into the westbound lane. The report said the vehicle left the roadway, traveled up and in before crashing into a tree and wire fence. The vehicle came to a rest on the driver's side. The report did not detail the extent of Alberson's injuries. It did say that no charges or citations were filed. The State Court of Criminal Appeals has upheld a 10-year prison sentence handed down to a man convicted of vehicular homicide and voluntary manslaughter in White County. Lawyers for Stephen Dell Davidson Jr. argued that criminal court judge David Patterson committed errors by excluding a complete police video interview of a defense witness. Judge D. Kelly Thomas writing yesterday that lawyers failed to provide the appeals court with adequate, adequate record for review by not including that video video in the appellate court record. Stephen Davidson Jr. received the sentence after a jury found him guilty in the April 2016 death of Nick Culver. Culver died after being struck twice by a vehicle Davidson was driving. A Cookville construction company will build a new public housing complex for Highlands Residential Services. The HRS board has awarded an $8.98 million construction bid to King Construction. HRS Executive Director Dow Harris urged the board to accept the Oak Tree Towers bid, even though it came back a little high. In, in line of that, we've got a financing plan. It's not what we were hoping for, but it's very solid. Uh, you know, we, as far, far as our financial position and far as uh, management's recommendation, we, we're recommending and we need to get on with Oak Tree Towers. We're we're, we're running out of time. Harris says the agency could lose $1.2 million in financing if crews don't have the project finished by June 2021. The 50-unit mid-rise apartment complex for low-income seniors will be built on Buffalo Valley Road. A groundbreaking should occur this spring. Cookville City Council has voted on first reading to close a portion of West 14th Street. Planning Director John Ward says a developer wants to use the property for a new housing project. We have a uh, townhouse development that's being proposed for that property, um, for all of the property located north of uh, the T-Mark. There's a pretty significant amount of property, and he's got a, a development that the Planning Commission um, will be looking at this month. Um, and he's asked for this closure uh, to incorporate it into what he's doing there with the townhouses. Second rating approval will take place during next month's city council meeting. Highland Rim Academy requested and was approved to rejoin TSSAA for co cooperative purposes only. Highland Rim Academy is a small private school in Cookville with approximately 30 students in grades 9 through 12. They were members previously but dropped out when the Legislative Council changed the cooperative program agreement language, which only allows schools to form agreements within their division. The board granted them permission to seek an agreement with the closest public school. 
Six Putnam County schools have elevated levels of lead inside certain drinking water sources. A Knoxville-based company recorded those levels after conducting state-mandated testing over winter break at Avery Trace Middle School, Baxter Primary School, Cane Creek Elementary, Cookville High School, Cornerstone Elementary, and White Plains Academy. Maintenance facility supervisor John McGurra said parents and students do not have reason to worry. We are trying to be proactive to find any problems that we may have in the system and correct those. Uh, we've taken all the fixtures that had elevated levels offline so they're no longer in service. We will have secondary testing this January the 20th when we're off on Martin Luther King holiday. The school system has also sent testing results to the State Board of Education, Tennessee Department of Environment and Conservation, and State Health Department. A letter sent out earlier this week notified parents, legal guardians, teachers, employees, and building occupants of the findings. Each of those schools had elevated levels over 20 parts per million. McGurra said the school system will begin repairing or replacing the fixtures after secondary testing takes place on Monday. State law requires all Tennessee school districts to test water sources at school facilities constructed prior to January 1st of 1998. Uh, I think probably all this stems from some of the uh, issues that we've had nationwide in regards to lead in drinking water. So our legislators were being proactive, and back in 2018, Governor Haslam signed a bill that would require all school systems to test water for lead. The testing found no elevated lead levels at Northeast Elementary School, Parkview Elementary School, and Sycamore Elementary School. The Putnam County Board of Education voted to spend $9,000 to conduct the testing, late last year.